0: Today is episode number 27 and we are going to talk about creating stability because (laughs) that is really what we want. We don't want as humans to feel out of control. We want to know what's happening. We want to know what's going to happen. We want to prepare. We want to forecast. We want to know What's gonna happen so we can deal with it? We can feel strong, we can feel confident, we can feel in control. And that's really tricky because really the only constant in life is change. And that's what we're gonna talk about today. We're gonna talk about how to create sort of stability in your life, stability with your emotions, And move forward because my hope and goal for you is to live out the life of your dreams. And that is what I teach. And if you have taken the time to download the Slow Down and Simplify book on my website, it's free. It's there. But I go through the five steps of slow living. And if you've been a podcast listener for a while, I have outlined them in detail in the first few episodes, but that's what slow living is about, is it's living a life on purpose, the life of your dreams, the life that you want, not one where you sort of feel as if, I don't know, you're like a dandelion seed blowing in the wind and and you're not stable and you're not secure and you're not living... In this sort of structured way where you can then roll with the punches. Because if you're stable, when life brings on new challenges and new experiences and throws curveballs at you, he'll be like, all right, okay, let's do this. Let us bring it on. So it's really interesting because I was thinking about this. We recently got back from a beach trip. We we had our spring break and we packed everybody up and Sheldon the dog and rented a beach house that while I read the online description of this beach house and I thought it was going to be awesome, it had a bunch of pictures and it looked great and had good reviews. The, the fact is you can plan as much as possible and you can sort of forecast that you know what's going to happen, but you still don't really know, and you kind of have to have some trust. And so even as simple as planning for a vacation, you have to find the things and bring the things with you that create stability, especially if you're traveling with young kids. And in our situation, my kids are all old enough now that they can pack for themselves, but I was trying to create some sort of stability for Sheldon the dog, which sounds so silly, but think about it when you're packing for a vacation and and you're trying to plan stability if you've got little ones in the house, you've got an infant, you've got a toddler, you've got a two-year-old Basset hound, you bring along their favorite things. You're trying to create a connection where they feel comforted. They feel secure. They feel stable. So you bring along their favorite stuffed animal. You bring along, in Sheldon's case, we brought along his, his dog bed. We brought favorite Food, we brought favorite food for the kids and, and their favorite snacks. So they have a sense of comfort. And that's really what planning for the future and planning for stability is all about. And that's what we're gonna dive into today. So the one life skill that that you really need to just sort of adapt. And, and be able to understand in order to overcome adversity during life's crazy moments is to know deep down inside that there are many, 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 many things in life we cannot control, and that is okay. And I write about this in the How to Live Slowly book, and I use the acronym P.A.C.E., And PACE is, of course, spelled P-A-C-E, and the acronym is Peaceful Acceptance of Changing Events. Because the real thing is, the only constant in life is change. And while that can seem scary and unpredictable, there's a huge amount of relief and surrendering that occurs when you just decide to go with it and roll with it and become at peace with it. So let's revisit that acronym again and and really think about it. PACE, peaceful acceptance of changing events. And as every parent knows, our children are great examples of this, especially in the first few months and years of their lives, their sleep schedules, their feeding schedules. It's constantly changing and adapting as they grow and develop, and that's normal. And just when you think you've figured out what the new normal is, your baby will go, psych, ha, now I'm gonna learn how to teeth, I'm gonna learn how to crawl, I'm gonna discover my hands. And everything gets upheaved all over again. And just as you wouldn't dream of having your baby stay an infant forever, you cannot expect that all of the things in your life will remain the same. And so the only thing you can do is to develop your own stability your own resistance so i said that we just got back from a beach vacation which was lovely and i was just kind of paying attention to the sand dunes so i want you to envision a large bushy weed on a sand dune at the beach and it's windy cuz my goodness <laughs> We were there and the weather hadn't shifted yet, so it was still a pretty windy day. And so I'm watching this weed and the tide, it's coming in and out constantly and the wind is really whipping up in the late afternoon. But this weed, this sort of dried out weed that has obviously been there for years and years and years, it's just hanging out. It's just bending It's just going in and out with the wind and the tide, and it just stays there. And that is because it's super grounded. It must have a crazy long and wide root bed structure, and that's what we're going to create for you. So the shortcut to all of this is to (laughs) enroll in my Simple Shortcuts to Peace program, because I've already done all of the work for you and you just need to follow the steps that i've outlined in the program and if you do that program and it's designed to only take you about six weeks if you go through the videos and fill out the worksheets and then you're able to reach out to me and have coaching calls that is all included in the pricing and if you want to learn more it's stephanieoday.com forward slash peace and it's the Simple Shortcuts to Peace program. And it's designed as a pyramid. And it's the peace pyramid. And as we all know, back in second grade, we're taught a pyramid is the strongest and most stable of all of the man-made structures. And the sections start off at the very bottom of your pyramid with time management, health, and finances. Because you have to have All of those components in place if you want to live out a life that you love, one that is fulfilling, one that's prosperous, one that gets you excited to jump out of bed in the morning and you are ready to take on your day. And when you're set in that area, you move up a level and you move up to relationships and household organization. I've got step-by-step directions for all of this. You just need to follow along and do the things that have been outlined. And at the end, you will have gotten all of the things on your to-do list done, complete. And you'll end up looking around at your completed lists and realize, holy bananas, I've done it. I have so much more time now to do the things I want to do because all of the crap and all of this stuff I've got to do and have to do is over with. Wow. Pretty cool. Okay. So that's the Peace Course. But today, let's help. Let's help in the here and the now. And we're going to go back to today's topic, which is stability. And we're going to talk specifically about emotional stability. So what is emotional stability? When you hear those words, what do you think? It means when you're emotionally stable, you have the ability to deflect negative Emotion, negative affectivity, the tendency to experience the world negatively, with negative emotions. Nobody wants that. And a person who's emotionally stable is calm during stressful situations and does not constantly experience negative feelings, has a reasonable degree of self-esteem, and remains capable throughout difficult ordeals. When you're emotionally stable, you don't just kind of crumple up and and try and hide and dig yourself a hole figuratively. So so some people, when they're really upset, they just go crawl in bed and they hide under the covers. Sometimes they numb out and they, they binge eat or binge drink because they don't want to deal with the uncomfortable feelings and the uncomfortable emotions. So let's put that in context what emotional stability is not, it's not ignoring or suppressing your emotions. And your emotions are valid, positive, or negative. They're telling you something. They're telling you something valuable. We certainly wouldn't tell a kid to ignore their thoughts or ignore their feelings. One of my pet peeves is when a kid is really upset or really hurt and their parent or caregiver kind of brushes them aside and says, don't cry. It's okay. It's okay. Well, you know, sometimes it's not okay. And that is, that is perfectly all right. So I I teach the people that I work with to feel all of the feels and then just act on the facts, but go ahead, feel them, feel all of them, highs, lows, in betweens, because emotional stability is not about controlling your emotions. It's rather, it's not letting them get the best of you or control you. Does that make sense? So acknowledge them. Don't label them as good or bad. Just accept and feel them when they're present. So there's four benefits of having emotional stability, which are backed by science. So if you're a science person, I've got (laughs) some research to back this up. So there are limitless reasons why emotional stability will do you good, but I've decided to focus on four benefits that I think, and science agrees, will make the biggest and deepest impact on your life. Number one, it actually makes you wiser because age doesn't give birth to wisdom. I think we all (laughs) can agree with that. There's definitely people older than us that I'm sure you can look at and think, huh, you'd think you would be in a better emotional state than you are right now, and you're kind of having a temper tantrum, and let's deal with that. So as they say, everyone grows old, but not everyone grows up. And learning how to work through your emotions helps you gain wisdom in life. A 2016 University of Chicago study suggests that emotional stability is a component of wisdom which requires an interaction of both cognitive and emotional abilities. And the researchers claim that it can be argued that those who become wiser in old age are those who can successfully regulate emotional responding in complex personal and social situations. So they're able to pause. They're able to slow down. And really pay attention to their thoughts and their emotions and not get triggered. So, so being triggered is is definitely a hot phrase (laughs) in, in today's society. Don't allow yourself to be that way. Go back, slow down, push that pause button and really pay attention to what's going on and then think, literally think before you act. So another way being emotionally stable, backed by science, is good for you is it makes you happier. And that's a good thing. So we've always portrayed happy people as outgoing and social, but that's not really true. Happiness doesn't require being an extrovert. Absolutely. That's just a personality trait and it's not indicative of your ability to be happy. Instead, researchers from the Oxford Happiness Project found that extroverted people doesn't predict happiness. It's actually emotional stability that is the predictor of both happiness and life satisfaction. Because emotionally stable people are happier. They're not dwelling on negative areas of their life. Instead, they move forward with intelligence and resilience. When you are emotionally stable, you learn things faster. And that's because you're not constantly self-doubting yourself and, and thinking of yourself like, ugh, I'm, I'm too old, I'm too set in my ways. An emotionally stable person is open and willing and is coachable and sets their ego aside. According to a study published by the International Encyclopedia of the Social and Behavioral Sciences, emotional stability increases productivity in learning. So the study's author explains that emotionally stable people have weaker reactions to negative stimuli and hence are less readily discouraged, less distractible, and are more confident in their own abilities. Consistent with this, more emotionally stable students are less anxious and pay less attention to their errors, which facilitates learning From their errors. When we make mistakes, we're prone to focusing and even magnifying them. But when you're emotionally stable, it kind of just allows you to shrug off your mistakes and try again. And when you're emotionally stable, you feel as if you know you're going to get it. You're going to get it. It's just going to maybe take a little bit of time. And so then you're able to look at things in a new way with new eyes because you're not constantly self-doubting yourself or or filling your brain with negative self-chatter. Four, you become unafraid of change and movement. And again, this is going back to the pace acronym that I outline in my how to live slowly book, because the truth is we all get anxious by change. We don't like it when things are unfamiliar or unknown. And that's why most of us settle for less than what we want and deserve. Because it's just, it's more comfortable. We'd rather stay safe in our own small cocoon than chase the vast unknown. Emotionally unstable people are so afraid of change that it even affects their physical and mental movement. Research shows that not only are... They fearful of body movement in space, but they resist any change in their body that they may perceive as threatening. But if you have emotional stability, you welcome change in movement. You chase after what you want. You go after the big, hairy, honking, too-good-to-be-true goals, even if it's uncomfortable. Because staying still It's not an option because there are so many more amazing things out there waiting for you. You take the leap. You have a new job opportunity that falls in your lap and it sounds amazing, but it means you need to pack up and move to a new place, a larger city. If you're scared and you're timid and you don't want to experience new things, you're always going to stay put you're going to have the mindset that it's too good to be true or that's not my lot in life. And those aren't fun feelings to have. And it's okay to branch out. It's okay to explore. It's okay to sort of embrace your inner Magellan and chart new territory. It's okay to put yourself out there. Write the book. Get up on this page. Grab the microphone. You can do these things. So, How can you, starting today, develop emotional stability in your life? So I would highly recommend enrolling in the Peace Pyramid program, my Simple Shortcuts to Peace program, which is at Stephanie O'Day forward slash peace. Because not only have I done all of the work for you, and it's outlined there, I'm here, I'm there, I'm willing and able, and I'm happy to coach you every step along the way. But I'm going to be honest, change is kind of hard, and doing new things aren't easy. And emotional stability is something you learn only from experiencing uncomfortable things. And the fact is, life happens. Heartbreak, sadness, rejection, natural disasters, death in the family, Right now, there's, there's a lot of bad stuff happening on the news. All of this happens in real life. But when you're calm and you're stable, you look at these things as an opportunity to practice and to test and to develop your skills. And you realize that, okay, I'm kind of balanced. I'm just going to ride with this and see what happens and you're able to look at things from a different perspective. And sometimes all you need is a different set of lenses because we've all got tunnel vision and we can only see what we want to see. But when you decide to open your brain and open your mind and be open, you'll be surprised at how looking at things differently can help you assess negative life situations better. Because in most cases, things They really could be worse. So try and focus your perspective on the things you can still be grateful for instead of the parts of your life that went awry or went wrong. I want you to always create a plan that gets you moving no matter how small the steps are. And we've talked about that. You've got to set your GPS and you've got to take forward motion each and every day. And sometimes it seems impossible to get through a painful emotional dump and things happen that completely turn our world upside down. But being emotionally stable doesn't make you invincible to paralysis. Being an emotionally stable person, you don't stay in this like kind of gully or down in the dumps feeling for very long. And what you need to do is create tiny little baby micro-plans and a checklist of things that can get you moving. So, for example, when you're feeling really bummed out, maybe you just had a breakup and it's difficult to get out of bed, do a very simple thing. Take a shower. Go for a walk. Smell the fresh air. And after you can do that, you can plan maybe to go to the grocery store and get some healthy food for your body. But you can go through very simple things. You shouldn't expect yourself always to get back up quickly, but you absolutely can challenge yourself to take one baby step at a time. When it comes right down to it, we all just want to climb into bed each night feeling calm, content, and at peace. We want to know that we were able to keep all the balls in the air and were productive without neglecting our own needs and wants. I know. I get it. That is why I recorded a free masterclass on the 10 things happy, successful people do each and every day, and I'd love for you to join us. Learn simple and practical tips to reclaim the sanity and joy in your home and family. At stephanieoday.com forward slash masterclass. So I do want you to always allow yourself to fully express and feel your emotions. And that's going back to feel all the feels, but act on the facts. I don't want you to ignore any negative feelings and, and thoughts. There's a neuroscientist. And she has talked about her name is Nicole Gravanja. It's G-R-A-V-A-G-N-A. And she's written something and it's called emotional hygiene. And I kind of find it fascinating because it's it's allowing yourself when you feel a down-in-the-dumps feeling that you're not. Judging yourself and you're allowing yourself to feel all the way into the bottom of whatever emotion is present to you. And you've got to feel those feels. You've got to feel that emotional pain and pay attention to it. And then talk to yourself and, and, and treat yourself kindly and, and talk to yourself as if you are a young child or a preschooler or a toddler and allow yourself to feel it and then just tell yourself it will be okay. You will get through this. There is a light at the end of the tunnel and then figure out what your stress triggers are. And if you need to kind of stay away from them for a while. So the first step in, in living a, a slow life is to Declutter and, and to purge, prom, so purge, remove, organize, maintain. If there's something that you know is constantly triggering you, declutter it. Get rid of it. For some people, it's the news. For some people, it might actually be a certain member of your social group or even in your family. So put up some boundaries and, and protect yourself and create the emotional stability that you need so then when that person or or the news or whatever it is that you've decluttered comes back into your life, you're in a a calmer and more centered and stable position that you end up just kind of rolling with it and you envision yourself as the weed on the sand dune and okay, I'm going out in the windstorm right now, but it's okay because I'm grounded. I'm calm. I'm stable. I want you to find some activities that calm you and center you. So when you do feel the kind of anxiety start to bubble up and you do feel like your negative emotions are starting to get the best of you, you know, okay, I've had this feeling before. I'm going to go for a run and I'm going to pound it out. I'm going to go do some yoga right now because I know I will feel better. I'm gonna take a hot bath. I'm gonna take a nap. God is always okay too. You never need to feel as if you have to earn the right to take a nap. And then the last thing I want you to really pay attention to is know yourself and know when you really do need some help. And know that it's okay to ask for help. If if you're not able to climb out of whatever hole you might be in, reach out to your doctor. find, Find help. If we're lucky, life is long and there is help out there. Okay, I hope that was helpful. If you are ready to enroll in the Simple Shortcuts to Peace program, reach out to me. If you've got questions, if you want to hop on the call, see if it is something that would be beneficial to you. You can email me at any time. You can tag me on Instagram and Facebook. I'm here for you. But if you're ready to sort of design the life of your dreams, the life that is stable, and you know all of these things are checklisted off, and you've got this, it's all outlined. I've got worksheets. I've got journal prompts. I've got to-do lists, and they're ready to go. And that's at stephanieoday.com forward slash peace. Okay. Speaking of peace, let's peace out. I hope you have an absolutely wonderful and amazing day, and I will see you next time. Do you have a slow living story to share? Leave me a voicemail at stephanieoday.com forward slash podcast with any questions, comments, feedback, or testimonials, and I will be sure to include it in an upcoming episode. Also, if you found value in this episode, please share it with your family and friends and subscribe through your favorite podcast provider. The more you share, comment, and leave positive reviews, the more people we can reach and share the slow living lifestyle and messaging. Thank you, Slow Down Society, and have an absolutely wonderful day.